Colin, just think of it like this. This could be your opportunity to be our very first ghost. Isn't that exciting? <laughs> Seemed for sure like it was going to be Baxter, but... Shockingly enough. A backdoor. Oh. Uh, what I dimly recall is that we concluded there was actually a trapdoor in the ceiling. Because you wanted to have something and you only got a waxing. So there, was, there is a door, but it's not a very convenient door. And this is with some... This is not Luther, but one of the demons from the the massacre. Uh, it was a demon, yeah. Or it was Luther. Oh, it um, is Luther, okay. A demon, was it? No, it was very explicitly Luther, as I recall. Um, and yeah, you definitely committed to shooting. That was like... We ended on the bang or something. So I think the first thing you're going to do is make the attack an dangerous enemy. Yep, you have to spend so much blood. <laughs> <laughs> Colin's blood is equal to three. Oh yeah, you do too. Uh, were they like being helpful or were they just kind of cowering? I don't remember. And did Colin shoot Bob? Or is Bob okay? It's Bob's Bob gun. Is, Bob is not okay. <laughs> Bob is very not okay. Bob got capped. <laughs> yeah. But then, yeah, some other fleeing people ran, Colin, ran in there. I don't know if I agree with that last uh, with that last line. I feel that may, you may have had a role to play in his demise, to be perfectly frank with you. Well, Bob did go for the gun. <laughs> yeah. That's true. He did go for the gun. But he was unarmed <laughs> and probably couldn't get it. But Bob, yeah. I mean, is anyone really truly unarmed when they're standing in the middle of a gun store? Yes. The answer is yes. If they don't have any Usually arms. Usually people are yes. unarmed when they're in a gun store. Like, literally, don't have arms, can't hold a gun. Colin is killing the demon. This is going to be two. How are we doing this? Uh, are we? Bang. Uh, I think we're doing this. Let's do this. Are you attacking an enemy? The only question is whether or not your gun can actually hurt him. Yeah, it's a good thing we, we tested guns out on demons before this moment. <laughs> but I guess Colin's about to find out one way or the other. And this is not your shotgun that you're using. This is Bob's. It's like Bob's leopard print shotgun or some weird ivory thing. <laughs> I don't know if it was leopard print, but it was something print. What print was it? Was it like carbon fiber print you did you had an elephant rifle you had his sawn off shotgun and the elephant rifle I think right and which one are you using now elephant rifle kill it via or a la tremor style you ever seen with like the elephant rifle the demon in the shoulder have I seen tremors uh no it's a really bad movie from the 90s that's pretty good actually <laughs> I think I've heard of it. Did they shoot people in the shoulder? Uh, there's like these underground graboids that can like dig around and they're hard to kill. Colin says, yeah, that about sums it up. It's got like Kevin Bacon in it. Has it been two whole sessions since this happened? Well, I thought Colin was one behind. 
Yeah, you did nothing last week, but I thought maybe you also did nothing the previous week. Oh, I see. Just from looking at my notes, but my notes had they had been just missed it. All right, I feel like this is not a super great weapon against demons, though. And I want to be able to reflect that in some way. Well, there's a way, there's a very easy way to reflect that, which is that one side has a clear advantage in position, ability, armaments, and that side is not you, Ban. So I'm giving Luther the plus one. I think that is the way to handle that. 2d4 plus one, oh no. Yeah, that's kind of scary. If he rolls double ones, he can still do a painful injury to you. <laughs> if he rolls double fours, you die twice. <laughs> well, it's only plus one to each individual tie. So he doesn't die twice. You had a good run, Colin. Ban. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, nobody's used the. 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 what, what is it even called? Nobody's done the when you endure mortal harm move, and if nobody does by the end of the game, I'm going to be at least a little bit disappointed. Yeah, you got the fall, though. You killed that doctor for some reason. I'm trying to think what else you've done. You've been wily. You've escaped the demons many times before this when I thought you wouldn't. So perhaps this time will be no different. <laughs> right here, Jeff, right now, anyway. All right. I don't know. What are we waiting for? I guess we're not waiting. Oh, did you say... You said how much you spent. You're spending two blood. Three. Three blood. Can you... Wait. Oh, yeah. No, you can only spend two blood, right? Because each blood you spend ticks it down a tick. Is that how this works? This was not confusing up until this very moment. This all made perfect sense, and now all of a sudden I'm not sure how that's supposed to work. Yeah, because you can't get past dry. Yeah. So if he was at waning, though, or waxing, then he could... Spend three. It only got a little worse. It only got one worse. <laughs> it could be more than one worse. Don't worry, you'll die a hero. Uh, Alright, and what is your, other than killing Luther, what is the intent behind your violence? What are you trying to accomplish? How about my homies? Um... I mean, probably <laughs> they should be worth like you made. Didn't you like make a move for them or something? I don't want them to be worth nothing, but they're also not worth enough that you get the plus one move back over to you. I don't think they're worth a lot. I think they're worth something, but not a lot. Uh, you living is not a thing that like, uh, that's like the one thing, whether or not you and he live or die are like the one thing you can't have as your thing you hope to accomplish because that's dealt with elsewhere. Well, I mean, do you like, do you want to get past him? Do you want to like hold him back? Do you want to make him be in pain? Do you want him to, I don't know. Colin, you should try and like... But generally, you don't just like suddenly fight for no reason. There's some reason why you're getting in a fight even if it's, like, a very immediate, visceral reason. Colin, you should shoot the ammo storage and just blow up the whole store. 
You might die, <laughs> but you might die either way. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Uh, were you there when, um, uh, what's his name? The demonic lumber bill mill guy. Philippe. Philippe. Yeah. Were you there when Philippe's demonic lumber mill burned down around him and he just came like striding out of the flames roaring in anger? No, I missed that part. He's fireproof. Did he get a reputation for that? Uh, he's a demon. He doesn't need a reputation. <laughs> Oh, Philippe, I thought you meant Colin walked out of there like nothing happened. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> big, big. That difference. would be worth the reputation, yeah. Yeah, that, that fire didn't do much to him. Hmm. The move is when you enact violence upon a demon's left shoulder, make the attack someone move, but take an extra plus one. So that doesn't change his plus one. He still gets a plus one, but you also get a plus one. Yep, get those hopes sky high. Anyone, everyone, that is in play for anyone who attacks a demon's left shoulder. But you have to actually, like, do something real to their left shoulder. You can't just, like, throw a rock at it and expect them to explode. I think shooting them with a hunting rifle is good enough. Um, so, oh, so what is your, your, your thing that you want to accomplish? Holy hand grenade him. You could say you want him to stop attacking you. For instance, killing, killing, knock him killing. back into the shop. He's already in the shop, but like knock him back oh, out of the shop. Maybe. I thought you were on the roof. Yeah, hmm. oh, he did not have the opportunity to respond to the roof. It could be like buy yourself time to make a getaway, and then if you kill him, then that automatically accomplishes that. And then if you don't kill him, then maybe he's like stunned or something. Uh, okay, so if you beat his roll, then you will have the opportunity to escape to the trapdoor. Um, unless, of course, he kills you, in which case that opportunity won't be good for much. But All right, I got my three dice here. You get a total of plus three, two from blood, one from the shoulder. Luther gets a total of plus one for having the advantage in position, ability, or armaments. And the black dice will be banned moment of truth uh, I'm going to be honest I'm kind of hoping you die here because I really want someone to be a ghost already 6 of 16 I don't know what that means oh it's the odds says Colin of him living alright roll Ooh. well I have some good news and some bad news mostly I just have bad news uh, the demon rolled two threes plus one for a total of seven. Ooh, ouch. You rolled a one plus three for a total of four. Uh, the good news is that you get to make the move I really want you to make. You get your blood back. Yeah, you don't you lose your blood. All right, let's see. Um, what does this mean in full? If your roll is lower, equal to lose. If, you're, if the opponent was MC, you see the initiative of them, the likely won't be gentle with you. Uh, you also increase blood by one, so your blood it actually goes up to waxing. Well, maybe go. And you actually, oxygen. with your plus three, you get a total of four, which is still a debilitating injury. So, you know, you didn't kill him, but you actually did legitimately mess him up. But he dealt you a mortal injury. So I will describe his injury to you. 
What an exciting moment. I mean, <laughs> it's better than nothing. Don't worry, Colin. I'm probably going to get killed in this next gladiatorial fight. I can't you fight two people at once. You could have dealt them a painful injury. That would have been even more worse. It was only the second worst you could have done. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Not with a plus three. Never mind. It was the worst you could do. So you shoot at him. But he is like a zillion times faster than you expected. And it feels like you've only, like your finger is tightening on the trigger and in the space between when you decided to shoot and when the gun actually goes off, somehow he's already like right there, just like on you. And what he does is he, he takes his big clawed hand and he just like shoves it into your chest. You can feel your ribs just like splintering out of the way. And then... Oh, I like this. Okay, so um, his hand, you can, it, within your incredible sensation of agony, you can feel the fingers of his hand, like, wriggling around in the middle of your torso. And then you feel this sucking sensation, like your 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 internal fluids are flowing into his hand. And that is the last thing you are conscious of in this mortal form. But go ahead and describe how you do him a debilitating injury, too. Parasite, yes. <laughs> oh, shoot. You had that thing. We never... Oh. Um, he probably does, actually. I mean, we never really figured out what that meant, but he totally would. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think that's as debilitating. Like, you can still shoot him, too a side thing but I mean describe like the actual how do you do him a debilitating injury what's the injury what do you do to him Colin says I don't know what getting shot in the shoulder does is that like his heart maybe I missed by a bit to blow his arm off and blow his arm off sure that sounds excellent um, there's probably like a like his arm goes flying across the store and there's like a big gush of like a sludgy grayish fluid comes out. That was his artist hand. How's he going to do art now? <laughs> Sprays all over your dudes with the guns who also fired at him, but didn't help. Like Their bullets struck him, but if it did anything to him, it wasn't really apparent. Now they're covered in demon gore, so that's fortunate for them. Cannons were outside, so that would have been hard. Oh, so important question. Do you shoot him before he sinks his arm into your torso, or do you shoot him like as he's doing that? In which case, that could have been the arm he was using to drain you dry with that you just blew off. Like It won't really make a difference on the outcome. He's still going to get the consequences of the parasite thing and it's still gonna kill you but I don't know if that's important the other arm the one he wasn't using to do that with alright well go ahead and make the when you endure mortal arm move decide do you want your character to live yes he does me too if not he could have taken over an NPC or make a brand new character. Otherwise, is there opportunity for medical aid? 
maybe. Which lived kind of yeah, I don't know. Attention. I mean, presumably, there's a bunch of like triage going on outside, and I don't know. Maybe some more. Uh, I mean, there might be at some point. I don't know about that. I think people are pretty scared of this particular part of the city right now. I don't know if there's going to be medical aid showing up anytime soon. Maybe if Oyster had stuck around. Well, if there's no immediate medical attention, in that case, your only recourse is to remain a disembodied specter, being invisible, intangible, and silent to most mortals, but not the demons. Spend card from your hands to increase your humors, then discard your hand. So, Colin, you can do pairs of cards to push any of your humors up, like, you get one last chance to use up your cards before you just have to discard them. So if you have any pairs that you can use to increase your humor sliders, you should do that now. Also, um, while you are certainly welcome to take player advances, when you are ghost, it's important to have full sliders. Um, oh, actually, no. It says if any humor reaches sated, do not reset it or choose it. So never mind, you don't get to get player advancements this way. And if you died a violent death or with fury in your heart, which definitely is true, feel your blood to sated. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, leave it be. Whatever humor currently remains to you represents your ability to interact with the material world. You gain access to the following moves. Inspire terror, become tangible, impart knowledge, become visible, commit violence. When your last humor reaches dry, you have lost all connection to the mortal world. Interesting. There was a part of this, though, about... Oh, how do I get more humors? When you were a ghost, you don't. What you've got is what you've got. When you run out of all your humors, then your ghost dissipates, and that's it. But you might want to look carefully at the impart knowledge move. Actually, maybe I should just read it for the sake of the podcast. Yeah, I have it open. Spend one black bile to communicate with someone. You can impart a single message, directive, or simple piece of information, such as the location of your body or the ritual needed to bind a soul to it. It has to be information you actually know, but all disembodied souls know how to know the ritual to bind a soul to a body. So we can bring Colin back, but his body's like a cadaver with a hole in its chest but yeah we could try and only colin knows the the soul binding ritual for the moment that's what the demons did to the ox says colin could be you don't know for sure what the demons did to the ox but he did come back strange strange manner can i attack the demon are demons mortals. And one part of the commit violence is if you died a violent death, you must inflict wounds that reflect the way you were killed. Dang. They get 2d4 if they're attacking a PC. I'm not going to mess with Elatas anymore, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, but can he do it to Luther right now? This is a really important question. Leading towards yes. I want to go double-check my agenda and principles. This seems like a tough question. And how does it work? He already did 
four damage. If he were to do another four, would that kill him, or he has to do a full, a full salvo? Or he just like have an advantage for the next one because he already hit him once. If he makes the attack at enemy move, he still has to roll enough to deal a mortal wound to deal a mortal wound. Um, in this case, he would almost certainly get the plus one for the superior thingamadingama. And he would get the 2d4. I think that's probably the best way to handle it, is if you want to kill a demon as a ghost, it's just like if you want to kill a PC as a ghost. But any human NPCs, um, if you want them dead, they're just dead. You have to spend the blood. You cannot take a mortal wound. You cannot take any wounds. You're already dead, right? So what's he going to do to you? So if you fight him, the only thing you lose is the blood you spend. But given that you don't have any way to actually get your blood back, you know. So for Colin's uh, character... I think, if, I think if he wins the role, I still... Like, that's still you seeding initiative to me, too. Um, although I don't know what I could do to a ghost either, but... Well, I know what I can do. I have a list of moves. I make one of the moves. It's not hard. Same thing I've been doing all game. But since it's ban and he can, like, transfer humors, is there, like, a ghost humor transfer move? Or, like, is there a way Such Colin can cheat it in? Does not exist. Um... We'd have to make a new move. We ha- yeah, I mean, there are mechanics in this game for getting a new move, so you'd have to use one of those. Hmm, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, go seem cool. I would say as a general rule, Ban still has access to all the moves he would normally have access to, but in order to do it, you have to do it. And some of the things he would or otherwise be able to do, he just might not be able to do as a ghost. Or like but he, he did, couldn't find do it to a way himself. To it, he could like... He could help someone perform a humor transfer, but it wouldn't be for Well, him. in order to transfer humors, he needs you need the like the the pipes, right? That little machine, yeah. So, given that you're currently intangible, that might be tricky. Yeah, they're on the floor with my body. He says, with all your stuff. Were you carrying anything else that was especially notable? Yeah, band could rise again. Yeah, he says, but I could become tangible. And yes, you can become tangible for one yellow bile. I'm trying to think, did he have like snifters of stuff? And then I could consume humors. In theory, maybe, Colin, that's an interesting notion. Um, but you can only become tangible for a short while. Yeah, we can't let the humors go to waste on all the dead bodies. <laughs> Colin says, there are a lot of bodies around. So much humors. I'm going to be rich. But first, look at Demon. <laughs> this is a text adventure now. I mean, it sort of is a text adventure. You do want to try to kill him. Okay. So, I think my in-the-moment ruling is that if you want to kill a demon as a ghost, it's the same as if you want to kill a PC as a ghost. So you have to make the attack and enemy move. You spend blood as usual with the caveat that you have no way to replenish it. But, Oof. Um, and I think if you lose the roll, you don't get the plus one blood also is another part of that. But you get to roll 2d4 just as if you were a demon. 
no matter what the PC slash demon rolls, they can't deal you any wounds under normal circumstances. And whether you lose or not, you spend the blood you committed and gain none back. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's an important distinction. Because normally if you lose the roll, you don't spend the blood. When you're a ghost, if you lose the roll, you spend the blood. That's what happens instead of you being able to take wounds. And you can't spend zero. You have to spend something. You have to spend at least one, yeah. Essentially, although I'm wondering if the one should... No, yeah, yeah. You spend one to fight and more for bonuses. You already get... You're already almost inevitably going to get the plus one bonus for superior, etc. just for being a ghost, so... We don't need to, like, double dip there, I think. Ghosts, ghosts usually have the advantage when they're being horrifying murder ghosts. Oh, yeah, and that kid in the white robes, he can see ghosts. Or maybe they made themselves visible to him. Hmm. Colin, what is your blood at? It's a full. It goes automatically to full when he dies with oh, mountains in his heart. nice. Sated, yeah. So you can get four attacks, basically. If you spend it all, he dies. But then you have no more blood. Yeah, since you get 2d4, you might as well not spend that much. But you also don't have any cards. I'm just thinking about the you become tangible and do things issue. You don't really have any cards, so you actually am wrong. You can't make normal moves without cards. Okay. He says, yeah, but I'm pissed, so I think I want to kill him. He's tilted, folks. All but one. All but one. All right. No. How will you attack anyone else? So I guess I need to get out yet another d4 since we're rolling 2d4 against 2d4. And what are you actually going to... So that is plus two. His roll does not matter. It does matter because he can still beat your number. And then I will still make a move. It doesn't matter a lot, but it matters more than zero. Like, you'll still kill him, but... I still get to make a move on you. That will be, I don't have the slightest clue. But, you know, you cannot draw. You cannot draw, and you... I believe it says to discard all your cards, so you should have no hand right now. Yeah, spend cards from your hand to increase your humors if possible, then discard your hand. This is an interesting issue. For the, I guess for the immediate present, let's just say you can draw, but whatever card you get... But your sliders are constantly... No, well, it's okay if your sliders are constantly going down. Well, changes the whole dynamic of things. I really didn't think of this issue when I made these rules. And in retrospect, it seems like an obvious... Uh, seems like an obvious one, but oh well. Yeah, I think the straightforward way to handle this is just that when you're a ghost, you don't have access to any moves that require you to draw. But that doesn't mean you can't do things. It just means that it doesn't count as making that move. So in some cases, that works out to your advantage. Like, if you go somewhere, probably you can just go somewhere. But it also means, like, there's sort of a... I'm, I also sort of have free reign to do whatever I want. So you don't get, like, the guarantee... You don't get the the bad outcomes from the moose, but you also don't get, like, the guarantees from the moose. It's sort of... I'm still making whatever moves I want, and it's kind of on my whim, I guess. I don't know. Something like that. I mean, basically, it's just the way it always works when you're doing something that's not covered by a move. You know, we just do it. So if I become tangible and extract humors, he says, 
let's fight. Okay. And then I will try to do that. Okay. So I have a pink and a yellow D4 for Luther, and I have a black and a blue D4 for you. What do you, so what do you actually do? Like, how do you attack him? If you die to violent death, you must inflict wounds that reflect the way you were killed. And you're a ghost, so feel free to make up, like, supernatural craziness in the course of all it says. Hmm. Part of me wants to appear as a hand. You could, like, grab another gun or try and set off something, I don't know. Or somehow, like, accelerate the parasite. I don't know if Dan actually knows about the parasite. Yeah, that's also not really how he died. Yeah, true. He says, part of me wants to pierce the hand and tear his heart out, if he has a heart. There are a lot of guns. Yeah, so I guess that. Wait, what's that? Heart ripping. Okay. Cool. Like, So, like, what kind of hand? What does it look like? I don't know if he has a heart, but I guess you can just sort of rip out his general innards and, you know, see where that gets you. Jeez. He says, I'll go looking. I pull out bits till I find a heart or he dies. One of these has to be a heart. I like it. It's vicious. Okay. And he can, did I say that? Suspector, you're invisible, invisible, intangible, and silent to most morals, but not demons. But that might contradict what we actually established in the game, because it seemed like when stuff was going down with Elitas and um, Baxter and Abelard, uh, Abelard was pretty confused, and he couldn't, he didn't seem to be able to see Elitas, so maybe that is not true anymore. Maybe demons cannot see ghosts until they deliberately manifest themselves. Um, all right, anyway, I'm going to roll these dice. Plus three to Ban, plus one to Luther. No, no plus one to Luther, just plus three to Ban, right? Colin says, kill, kill, kill. Oh, wait, and what is your... Did we already... What is your... What do you want from him other than from... You don't really want anything from him to die. This is That is purely and wholly your entire intent here. Yeah, the killing, he says. So I guess we don't need to worry about that in this case. He says, I am here for killing. All right. Um, geez. Didn't sound like it's going the good rolls tonight. Uh, so he gets a grand total of seven. The four and a three. And Ban gets a grand total of two plus one plus three is six. Which is good enough to kill him, but only just. Um, huh, all right. So you kill him, but he wins the roll, which means I also make a move. I don't know what that means yet. You don't kill. No, you do kill. You got a six, right? Isn't that enough? You roll the one and a two. Yeah, you do kill. You get that much. You successfully rolled three ones and a two tonight, but... Still killed the demon. Aw, yeah. So you manifest his hand, and you plunge into his chest, and you start just tearing him apart. As your spectral fingers start to dig into his flesh, there's a moment when... He, I won't say he looks very surprised because Baxter's the only person who can read demon. Instead, he's just suddenly very still. And then he lets out this ear-curdling shriek 
while you know the front of his torso just kind of like is shredded open. Uh, do you find a heart? So he's shrieking and shrieking, and you're just like pulling out these handfuls of like uh, it almost feels like like spaghetti, like gray spaghetti. And there's flecks of some kind of like black inky substance mixed in with it, which just goes spraying everywhere. And actually, what you find, you don't find a heart. Uh, well, I don't guess you don't necessarily know what you find. You find a large organelle thing in him that is kind of elongated like a cucumber. And as you pull it out, um, it sort of tears apart in your in your spectral claws and a blue fluid that isn't like any of the other fluids you've seen in him comes pouring out and goes all over the floor. Just this like really bright vivid blue. So he's screaming and screaming through a lot of this, but when you pull that out and tears open, his voice sort of fades away to a hiss. Like, air is deflating from him. Like, he is deflating from the air that is going out of him. He sounds like he's deflating. And then he collapses on the ground. Probably smells pretty bad. So, Ban... So you do what you did, and after you do it, you you feel you feel like the the part of you that is blood feel it sort of burning away in a big explosion of fury and anger. And when it's gone, you you feel a little more you feel a little more hollow inside, but perhaps you feel satisfied anyway with what you accomplished. In any case, as you're sort of floating there feeling these strange ghost sensations, suddenly you hear a voice in your head. And it says, It's a ghost demon. Look out. (laughs) It says, Ban! Oh, Ban! Be a good boy and come home to me. There's a price that's come due. Yes. It is the voice of your mother. Now we will cut over to sick. Wait, my mom? I like my mom. She's kooky, yeah. but nice. Another, yeah, demon eye woman. Demon eye woman. Wait, the guy I'm with is blind or has demon eyes? I don't even remember. He had glowy eyes. So sick, 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 sick. Co factum, reporting in. What was happening to you? I was leading the wind. Uh, so I got in a fight with this demon. Last, so like I started the session by at the beginning of the end of a cliffhanger, like starting in the room with a demon. And the demon was like, You're not. Blah 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 of the wind, and I was like, "No, I'm sicko factum of the wind." He's like, "Sicko factum," and he freaked out. He's like, "You're the alderman of the documented district," and I was like, "No, I well, yeah, I'm the alderman of the documented district, but I'm also the head something agent of the wind. What was it? Confusatorium or something? Confusator. I wrote this word down. Confusionaire and confusionaire, and then he's like, "No, you're sicko factum," so he grabbed me. And started carrying me somewhere. 
and I mentioned about that I had come in through a, a trap you said, door. You said you were sick, Colfactum, so. Yeah, but like of the wind and of the documented district, and he didn't really care about that first part. So, But he cared about the fact that there were, were like entrances to these underground tunnels, and he wanted me to show him one. And then to make a list of all, tell him about all the other ones and the information I have about them, which I did. And then he, I told him, because I told him my friends were down at the bottom of this tunnel that leads into the mansion. So then he looked down, and then he started going down into the tunnel to get my friends, maybe. I don't know why he went down there. And as he went down the stairs into the tunnels, I threw the radio down onto his head to knock him into the giant pit that's also at the foot of the stairs. Poorly placed. And it knocked him off balance and he went tumbling into the pit, but the cord from the radio wrapped around my ankle and pulled me in after him. So then he like smushed against the ground down like far below. I don't remember how far it was, like 80 feet or something. And then I crushed on, crashed down on top of him and he Cushioned my blow, but I still broke both of my legs. Is it both of my legs? I think so. It is definitely both of your legs. Um, but that's cool because I made it in time to get tea with the guy I said I was coming back to have tea with. So that all worked out. But unfortunately, he doesn't like light or I don't know. I have a torch. I didn't mention the Link Boy situation. I had, <laughs> But there's a dead Link Boy down here because I made the demon grab the Link Boy or something. <laughs> I mean, you didn't yeah. make him grab him, but... No, he decided to. Not directly, anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. That was a poor recap, but... There we are. So now I guess I'm in the hovel of this underground dweller guy. He's making me tea. He made you tea. He made me tea. He made you tea with, like, a knockout drug in it. Right. Because the pain is, was pretty severe from breaking both legs. And then I got knocked out, and that was the end. I don't remember. Something like that. Yeah, that was the end. And that was a wind or wind guy? No, we don't know. Oh, he just happened to live yeah. over. He was just living. No, he. sorry, yeah, the wind guy was living over the entrance, but the guy that, who rescued me is the guy who's at the pit inside of the entrance. Like, So there's the mansion that the wind guy was living in. There's an entrance to the tunnels that goes into the mansion. That's how I entered the mansion, because I was in the tunnels. And inside the tunnels is this giant pit, and at the bottom of the pit was some this guy, this dweller. So I don't know what his deal is or why he's living down there. Oh, so he's even weirder than a wind member. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Or maybe he's the smart one. Could be. So you wake up. You're lying in what feels like bed. Ooh, I like bed. But it feels like a very thin and lumpy mattress. Maybe it's not even a mattress. Maybe it's just like some folded blankets. And when you move, the bed creaks and shudders under you horribly. Like even if you just wiggle a little bit, the whole thing just is noisy. Hmm. Well, I don't want to move that much because it sounds painful to move. Yeah, I think it's pretty painful to move. You still, I think you still feel like a little bit 
not all there. Like you're a little bit woozy uh, from the, the knockout drugs. But I have it's all not my as legs. Bad as it could be. You have what? I have all you... my legs, so I am t- all there, literally, right? I check. Am I all there, this literally? Is a good question. Are you all there, literally? <laughs> my eyes. <laughs> You're taking way too long to think about this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's go back a step. You wake up, and to your surprise, your legs feel absolutely fine. Oh, that's good. Um, at least there isn't any pain whatsoever. Um, let me look at my legs. It's pitch I mean, black. I... He's still pitch black. You can't I see can't anything. See oh, okay. Um, I'll say, I don't know. I'll listen. Do I hear any sounds around me? bustling in another room or something uh yeah you feel you hear uh you hear some distinct puttering sounds coming from the not too far off distance okay some ceramics clinking against each other i'd like to verify that my legs are not are not painful so maybe i'll try and sit up when you pull yourself up when you push yourself up, it feels strange. How so? Like there's um, there's a counterweight to your body that isn't there that should be there. Okay, I'll use my hands to verify my body's state. Okay, you successfully verify that your legs are both completely missing. Of course. Where? Like at the hip? Yeah, all the way up to the hip. No legs. Okay, I will verify that I'm not hallucinating. Your your underpants, I guess? It's hard to wear pants without I don't wear underpants. Um. (laughs) (laughs) You have some very short shorts on that upon closer inspection turn out to be your pants but with the legs cut off. God damn. Okay, I'll just start screaming. Okay. The whoever they are rushes in. What what? Oh you're awake. What what is it? What happened to my legs? Where are my legs? Oh, uh well they're gone. What happened? Well you know they were very bad. You see they were they were not they were not very good legs anymore, and I thought, you know, I wasn't really sure to fix them, but I clearly they weren't doing you any good anymore, so I thought probably at this point they would just get in the way. They could have healed. Uh, Did you c- cut them off? They could have healed. No, 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 no. Healed? Really? You could have... They That's were, what they were Are, so broken. Are you broken, not a they, human? He says... Are you not familiar with humans? Well, well. In any case, I, I, well, I, I cut them off. Okay. Are, do we have a solution to this problem, or am I now legless? Am I legless forever? He says, uh, "Well, for, forever is a very long time, isn't it?" I wouldn't presume to predict the future that far in advance. I mean, do you have a solution to this leg problem other than having I, no legs? I had a solution. I solved it. You're, you no longer have a pair of broken legs. 
don't you see the ethical dilemma you've encountered? Like, you stole something from me. Like, those legs were mine, and you you decided that, you know, the world oh, would be a better place without them. But still, isn't that... Well, no, no, I, I'll give them back if you want. Okay, please. I still... They're just in the other room. I would like my legs back. Certainly. Just, oh, I will get them for you. I was I was considering making a stew, but... You know, I thought I should ask your permission first. It sounds like you would not like me to do that. No, I'd like to reattach my legs. I would like them to be on me. says, ah, well, that will be very interesting to see, won't it? And he goes off into the other room. Um, He comes back a moment later and you feel something cold and fleshy land in your lap. Such as it is. Great. I will affix them to the bottoms of my stumps. Uh, Yeah, that... That's, uh... That's not going to work. You ain't well, got no legs, Lieutenant Dan. I'll arrange them such that they are where my stumps are. Okay. Can uh, I walk? For the record, there's no... like the, You'd think maybe there'd be like a bloody mess, but the, the bottoms of your hips just feel smooth. Just like smooth flesh. Okay. I'll put my legs back on. Uh, they're, you know, they're not really sticking. Do you have any light? I can't see anything in this darkness. <laughs> There's a, a light. Uh, well, uh, not really, how, no. How do you live I, without a light? Can you see without a light? I'm so I, lost. doesn't really bother me. You can see? Can you see? How many fingers oh, am I holding up? I have I no problem. Three fingers. I have no problem perceiving that. Uh, held up, you say. Well, you you have you have three sticky outy ones and two curled in ones. Okay, interesting. Whoa. How many teeth do I have? I may open my mouth. How many teeth do you have? I don't know. How many teeth does a normal person have? Thirty-two. I'll have thirty. I have no idea if that's true. It sounds correct. I'm looking this up. Seems like a thing that would be. Yeah, it is 32. Good work. It's 32. See, you never know what you know when you don't actually know anything. So I have 30. He says, uh, What happened to the other ones? They were pulled for various reasons. Says, uh, You have 30 teeth in your mouth and. Two that aren't nearby. Where are they? I've always wondered what happened. <laughs> he says, uh, I, "I'm not sure. I, 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 I knew where your legs are, but I don't have anything to do with your teeth. I'm sorry. I can't help you there." I think maybe we've gotten off on the wrong foot. <laughs> My name is Sycophactum. <laughs> <laughs> Did you already tell him your name? I feel uh, like you did. Probably. Yeah, I say that a lot. <laughs> ah, pleased to meet you again, I suppose. Um, do you have a name? Or something that I should call you by? He says, uh, well, I I don't know. What would you like to call me? How about Nemo? He says, uh, Nemo. Nemo. Yes. That will do, if you'd like. Okay, Nemo. I have 
Um, about that stew, do you often make stew? <laughs> I confess I'm a little hungry. I'm sorry to impose. He says, uh, not, not often, but it seemed, uh, since I had a guest and some nice fresh meat at hand that, you know, I might as well, uh, be, ho- be hospitable and take uh, advantage well, of the, the resources as it were. Well, I'm sorry to have reacted so unkindly. Um, if you'd like, you can make stew out of my legs. <laughs> wow, how generous. He says, ah, well, uh, it's up to you, really. Uh, I mean, I'm afraid that I... Well, I don't know. It probably tastes good. <laughs> it's up to you. I have no use for them. They don't attach back on. and I think I just was momentarily shocked and disturbed. But now I'd rather have them far away. Take them as a gift. He says, well, that's that's very thoughtful. If you're giving them to me as a gift, maybe I won't make them into stew at all. I, no one's ever given me a pair of legs before. Huh. This is very thoughtful of you. We have a lot of things touched. in common, I guess. And we barely know each other. What a what a thoughtful gesture. He takes the legs. Well, yeah. You may tell anyone you meet that you that Sitco Factum is a generous man. I most certainly will. Nemo, I have many questions about you and your state of being down here. Do you mind if I ask you them? He says, uh, oh, not at all. I'll, I'll answer however I can. Um, are you a human? He says, uh, well, uh, what does it mean to be a human? I don't know. Next question. Were you born? He says, uh, I, I believe so, yes. It was a very long time ago. And my memory is not time? what it used to be. He says, uh, well, I, I checked the level of the rivers. Uh, it rises over time, you see. That is... It's that constantly rising? serves as a good measure. Yes, it's constantly, constantly rising. Huh. Very steady, do you, yes. Do you know what demons are? Ah, ah, that is a very, very good question. Is that a better question than what is a human? That's, uh... hmm. You know, I'm not sure. Is it? Probably not. What is what is it? What is, what is the worth of a question? I do not know. He says, uh, "Demons are large bipedal creatures that eat the humors from humans. They don't have any eyes, but they do have big fake eye spots, and many of them have tails, and they have large earlobes." They can be very dangerous. There are a lot of them who live in the city that is just above us. Also, there are a lot of them, many, many more of them, who live in the Cistern of Souk. But I've never been inside. Huh. Where have you been? Uh, I've spent most of my life uh, out here in the canyon land. Is that... What you call this region below the city of Magbrigan? Yes, yes. This is the Canyonland. Canyonland. Do other people live in the Canyonland? None that I know of. Where did the Canyonland 
Which came first, the Canyonland or Magbrigan? Says, uh, oh, well, I'm old, but I'm not that old. Ha <laughs> I, that's, that makes sense, I guess. Okay. Do you, can you get to the Sister of Souk from here? Says, you- uh, well, uh, in theory, yes. Kind of a long journey, and the demons guard it very well. Have you ever been to Magbrigan? I have very distant memories of it, but not in a long time. Okay. I I don't know. I'm overwhelmed. Are there any dangers in the canyon land? He says... It's mostly peaceful. Uh, only the plasm itself. The plasm. That rings a bell. Why does that ring a bell? I feel like that's from someone else's session. I don't. This is out of character. Have I heard the word plasm before? <laughs> Wait, we, um, out of character. I believe you have. Is it like the In character? I don't remember. Rituals. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't that involved in what was below Chris's house, the, like, nose thing? Owen says, time to go listen to some podcasts. <laughs> okay, anyway, has my character ever heard of the plasm? Um, yeah. Has it happened in the context of the game? Because otherwise, no. But you might have. I don't remember for sure. No, no, no. I haven't in the, like, timeline of the game. But I was wondering if maybe beforehand or something. Seeing as I've been in that no. again. What is the plasm? <laughs> I ask. I've never heard of that. He says, um, well, if you'd like to go with me, I can show you. How? I don't have any way of moving. He says, can you not go with your hands? I'm probably not. Do you have any sort of wheeled chair? Like a chair I could sit in with wheels? A chariot? A chair. Do I have something like that around here? I, I've been here a long time. I, I do have two oddments stored away. Uh, See, I'm just worried. My Maybe in the future I could do it, but we humans are weak, and I dragging your torso across the ground is kind of harmful to it. He says, yes, I, yes, I, I see. Uh I will go and look. Thanks. Okay, so he may or may not have a wheelchair, and the way we're going to find out is you're going to have something. But he has it. Yeah, well, and then now he's going to give it to you, maybe. Okay. Wanderer has something. Would be really nice. Oh, I'm balanced. Okay, I'll be at waxing by discarding one green. So I guess... Something that might suffice, but isn't exactly a wheelchair. Like a donkey. A large chicken. (laughs) A peanut cart. (laughs) (laughs) So he goes off, and you hear him go down some stairs. You hear some rummaging noises and things being overturned. And then you hear, Aha! And 
comes back and there's something clanky and squeaky that comes with him. He comes oh. back into the room and there's a very distinct rolling sound that's following him. Sounds promising. Yes, yes, I have found a, a, a chair with wheels on as you requested. Here, let me let me help you into it. And he sort of he tries to pick you up, assuming you let him. I let him, yeah. Okay, so he tries to pick you up and then he sort of shoulders you over and onto it's very distinctly a seat, but it's very small and low to the ground. Hmm. Um, you can you can like feel around with your hands if you want to figure out what this is. I will do that. What is it? You feel something that probably looks a little bit like this. A big wheel? <laughs> oh, that's sick. <laughs> How am I going to pedal it? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, here's the plan. Hand Can I... It. Yeah, exactly. I'll turn around so that my back is like against the handlebars, and I'll reach down behind myself and use the pedals like that. With your arms? Yeah, use the pedals with my arms. I'll stretch Beautiful. behind me. Okay. Is it plastic? Like uh, yeah, I think it's it's one just like this. It's like a big blocky plastic. This is great. How it's uncanny! Sort of a big wheel. It's not like one of those older metal ones. Plastic one. Sick on a trike. Sick on a trike. All right, so I'll just take it for a spin and see how it works out. Okay. Uh, I mean, I think it, it basically works. It's not super fast, but you know. It's a little right. uncomfortable, but you can, you can, I think you can get around on it. Yeah. Okay. So I will, we're going to the plasm and is, did he say that's what can hurt me down? That's something that's dangerous. Yeah. That's what he said. I'm so glad he's going to show me this thing. <laughs> but yeah, maybe it can give me legs. All right. Um, I'll pat Udis. See like alive. Yeah, he's alive. He's protected. Okay. I mean, I know he's alive, but is he, like, in my pocket? Uh, yeah, you feel him. He's been shifting around. It's a little hard to tell exactly because you can't see him. Can't see but, him. you know, he doesn't seem to be in great distress or anything. Okay. I say, Nemo, do you mind if we go by the where the demon fell, where I fell, where you found me? I would like to... Is the demon corpse still there? He says, um, I expect so, yes. Uh, I haven't I cleaned it up or anything. Okay. Do demons not make as good stew as humans? He says, uh, well, you know, I've never tried making a demon stew. Well, uh, it sounds a little off-putting, to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah, demons are off-putting. But um, if, you're, if you're curious, you know, I, I'd be happy to give it a shot. You never know till you try. Could taste like regular. Yeah, maybe pudding. that's something to look forward to when we get back from the plasm. <laughs> but I would like to go by the demon and just there's a let's just scope it out. There's also a dead human boy there. He says, "Ah, yes, I I recall. We could make him into a stew as well." Uh, yeah. Let's just see what's up. All right, all right. Uh, let Let's go then. Just Just follow me. He starts to walk out of the room. Okay, I'll follow him. 
if I can. I can't see, I say, but maybe if you guide me with, like, pings. He says, uh, if you'd like, uh, what's a ping? Ping, I say. says, ping, like that? Right. Yeah, perfect. And I'll just go in the direction of those. Ah, very well. And he walks away and he says, ping. Great. I'll follow his pinging. Okay. He keeps doing it. He's so diligent. All right, yeah, so... You're going somewhere. No, why? Because you're going somewhere. Okay, I guess that makes sense. Um, Let me get myself organized. I'm really bad at going somewhere. Sorry to hear that. Because I'm on waning for some reason. Oh, it says when you travel somewhere in the city. Hmm? Hmm? It's not in the city? I guess Oh, have... does it? Does it really? It does. Yes. And I guess I could argue that you're in the city, but I'd be lying. You're really not in the city. Dang. Okay. Plasmic ritual. I'll have to make a new move. It's when you travel somewhere in the Canyonlands, but... Such a move does not currently exist. Yes. Okay. Do I get back to the demon and Link Boy? That's important. My arm is going to be so strong. <laughs> you make it back to the demon corpse, yes. Hmm. Uh, you mean you don't know until you reach a point where Nemo stops moving and he just stands there pinging until you catch up. He says, yes, we're, we're right here. Here we are. Your, uh, your big wheel squishes on something a little bit. Okay. I would like to... Do you do you see the... I say, Nemo, do you see the dead demon and dead boy? He says, yeah, yes, yes, the, the, the demon is, is right here. Um, is there a torch near the boy? Oh, oh, where where was the boy? The boy should have been near... Oh, my God, the boy didn't die. <laughs> the boy should have been around here. I think the demon was holding the boy when he fell down the pit. My poor party. He says, well, I, I don't see the Link boy around here. I don't know where he is. God damn it. Okay. Do demons have hearts? <laughs> I ask Nemo. Hearts? What is a heart? Um, well, do the, like an internal organ. Okay, I think we need to figure out demons. Are there, uh, is, do, you, do you see any like interesting pieces you would want to take from this demon? Like curiosities or anything strange? He, uh, was quiet for a moment and then you hear kind of a, a scraping, tearing sound. He says, uh, yes, this, I think I'll hang on to this. What is it? It's a horn. Horn? Yeah. Do demons have horns? Don't they have horns? Does that make any sense to me? I think demons do indeed have horns coming out of their heads, or at the very least this one did. Do they canonically not have horns? I thought they had horns. I have no idea. I always forget what demons look like. I have a description somewhere, but it's many moons ago. I wonder if I pasted it into my... Secret document, no. 
I have green eyes. That's the only note I have. Demons lack eyes and noses. Instead, squirting and ray fucker panels sprinkle across their face. They do have two false cartesian eye spots on their foreheads. These to mimic human facial expressions. Their flesh is coppery and has a kind of sweaty sheen to it. Their body temperature is cool. They have no hair. They do have ears. Ears have long earlobes and are often pierced numerous times with colored studs. Usually go naked, save for elegantly trimmed loincloths, and have no nipples, belly buttons, or breasts. Their feet are digitigrade. Doesn't say anything about horns, but whatever. I'm saying now they have horns. They always had horns. You knew you knew about their horns. It's yeah. not a surprise to you that they have horns, because your whole life you've been around demons, and they had horns. So there. There should be something, I say to Nemo, something unique about in the region of its left shoulder. Like, maybe below its left shoulder. Is there anything there? Like a sack of weird humor or something? He says, uh, well, it's a little bit hard to say for sure, because there's not really a whole lot of the shoulders left, to be honest. They've uh, they've splattered a little bit, as it happens. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, Well, and... uh, there aren't. There's only one horn, or do you mind grabbing me a horn if there's another one? Says, oh, certainly if you'd like. Uh, then you hear another similar noise, and then so you're like leaning back onto the handlebars, is how you're riding this thing. Yeah. Okay, so you feel you feel something drop onto your belly. Hmm. Okay, I'll pocket it. Okay. I'll just give it to Udis. What does he think of it? I don't know. I'll never know. <laughs> He can't talk. I can't see. But I presumably would notice if he, like, ejected it from the pocket. I think if you stick the demon horn in the same pocket as Udus, then actually, yeah, he's going to push it back out again. Okay. It may not be immediately clear whether that's because he... Doesn't like it or Doesn't like it or just doesn't want it taking up his room or... Okay, I'll put it in a different pocket. Does he not like it because it's gross? Does he not like it because there's something else going on? You don't know. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm ready to continue to the plasm. Okay. So you say that to him, I presume? Yeah. He ping me there. Sets off again, and he pings again. So you're traveling through the darkness on a big wheel. Yeah, following pings. Following pings. Ping. So as you're following him, there comes a point when you think you see, off in the distance, a light. No. And it's not a blue light, actually. Looks like a torch light. The boy. But it's not in the direction you're going. It's way off to one side. Hey, Nemo, do you see that light off to that one side? Uh, he's sort of pulled ahead of you because he has legs that are longer than your big Real. wheel is big. So he he doesn't seem to notice you. He's still pinging away in the distance. I'll shout. You. I'll shout quite loudly. Nemo, Nemo, you're going too fast. What is it? You're going too fast. Stop. Oh, hold on. Oh, God. I'll shout out, Link Boy, if you hear me, follow the pings. 
Uh, there is no clear response. Okay. I definitely will continue to follow the pings. Okay. I would not like to get lost. Understandable. So eventually he stops again, and as you start to draw closer, you start to see another light. But this time the light is blue. It's like an ambient blue radiance that um, starts to get brighter as you get closer to where he is. You might be inviting trouble. No. (laughs) I think that you might be inviting trouble. Okay. The thing you're doing that's inviting trouble is wheeling around in utter pitch darkness when the ground might be treacherous. Yeah, I was worried about this. Okay, fine. Knee I need deep to in fall not put my hands into or my life into this Nemo's hands. Uh, invite trouble. Good green one. I love how this invite trouble like judges you. <laughs> okay, I will go to waxing. Figured just... with figured with you lot. That would be a pretty appropriate way to phrase it. No. <laughs> Troubles um, on the horizon. Troubles on the horizon. Okay. I think I'm actually going to pick the not immediate situation clause here. So you're wheeling up towards this guy in the darkness. Uh, he's still sort of intermittently pinging, but, but nevertheless, it, it's it's pretty sudden when you suddenly just you see the ground like open up in front of you into a oh, sudden canyon. Canyonland. Um, you just barely managed to stop in time to avoid toppling over the side. Hey, Nemo, I shout. Nemo! He's, he's right next he's, to you. Oh, yeah. whoops. Oh, hi, um, Nemo. <laughs> so you're on, you're on the lip of Canyon, apparently. Um, I almost fell down. bright blue radiance is coming. But actually, um, as you look over at him, now you can see him. Now he's yeah. in the light. What is he? He actually doesn't look that strange. Um, he looks like an, just a very old man with thinning gray hair, um, kind of a crooked nose. Six legs. Plain and dirty clothes. No, no. The only person here with an unusual number of legs is you. <laughs> uh, he does have that glow in his eyes, which you already knew about, but which is strange. But the other thing that you notice when you look over at him, so for just a moment, he's staring at you with this expression on his face that's like ravenous. Please. He looks hungry. And then he sees you looking at him and it like immediately melts away and he just looks like a concerned, friendly old man. This is not good. Okay. So, yeah, yes. Uh, sick. Here we are. We've made it. This is the plasma. So, uh, go ahead and, and look over the edge, but be careful. You wouldn't want to fall down there. I have a very high chance of falling down there because of this whole like wheel situation. Do you think you could hold me out over the edge? <laughs> okay, well, he was about to... Offer that, but sure, if you're gonna say it first. <laughs> if that's not inviting trouble, I don't know what is. Um, 
<laughs> no, look, if he wants to eat me, there's no way he's going to drop me down a chasm, right? Like, that's, just like... Uh, I mean, that's logical. Scott thinks you're inviting trouble, and I think he's probably right. No! This seems the most sane. Oh. Wait, I spend all of my green. You still get to draw cards. How can you use purple to save your life? Don't think you can use purple to save your life. You could. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I'm trying to get an advantage. He's not going to drop me. I mean, like, he definitely won't drop me. He's carried me around a lot. He wouldn't make me wheel all the way out here. Okay. 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 I will... I will go by using double green minus one orgone. I am at sated. Wait, minus one orgone? Oh, minus one. Okay. So I'm good. I'm sated, but that means it triggers my orgone to go to MC advanced status. Okay. Do I see the face of God? I expect nothing less. Do not see the face of God. Damn it. What you see is a river at the bottom of the canyon. But it's not a river of water. It's So it's a pretty deep canyon, by the way. It's like a good... How far did you fall to make it down here? I want to say it's like that same distance again, at least. I think it was a four-second drop. Is that true? Possibly. I think I wrote it down. So that's... Square to 40. No, I can't be right. Wait, what? No, no. I'm so stupid. That is 160. Sick dropped another coin from 25 meters down the roughly 70 meter drop. It's roughly 70 meters. I don't know. Oh, no, it's one half AT squared. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. Anyway, so that far down, there's this. It's, um. It's a good. I don't know, we'll say 10 meters across. So as far as canyons go, it could be a lot wider, actually. It's relatively narrow, but um, it's fairly straight down. It doesn't narrow very much. And at the bottom, so it, it's not, it doesn't really look so much like a canyon. It's actually, the walls are pretty smooth. It almost just really just looks like a big crack. The rock just shattered. It's not like it, it was worn out of the rock. It's just a big huh. crack in the rock. And at the bottom is this swiftly moving river of this electric blue liquid that you've seen before. I've seen it before? You've seen it before. Where? When? As he as he holds you out over it, uh, you can feel a squirming in your pocket and Udis posts his head out to Oh you. yeah, the file. He's the vial. Down. She eats plasma? Huh. Nemo, how do you harvest plasm? I've seen it above in Magrian. It says harvest plasm? Yeah, I've seen small vials of it. I suppose you could lower a bucket down on a rope. You've never seen anyone doing it? People don't really come down here very often, you know? It's usually just me. Huh. And, wait, how harmful is it to humans? Is it It harmful to humans? Well, it depends. Uh, it can be very useful to humans, or very deadly. 
You wouldn't want to submerge yourself in that much of it. That I can tell you for certain. How would it be helpful? Well, if you had if you had enough of it, not too much, you understand, but enough, just enough inside of you. What would happen? Well, it depends on what you used it to make happen. Okay. Do you think we could harvest some? Do you have like a bucket or something? He says, uh, I might have such a thing. Well, wait right here. I'll go get it. And he starts to walk away. Okay. Uh, oh. <laughs> okay, I'll wait right here. Okay. <laughs> Why not? How like how long did it take us to get here from his? I home? mean, I don't know. Not too long, like maybe ten, fifteen minutes. We'll say twenty minutes. Twenty minute walk. Okay, so then I'll be able to like. 40 minutes is there and back, and then, I don't know, we'll give him 20 minutes to find and prepare a bucket. So if he's not back in an hour, I'll start worrying. Although I have no idea how to tell an hour's worth of time. I'll say to Udis, I'll say all of this out loud. Udis, like, uh, if you feel like an hour has elapsed, poke me on the nose or something. And then I will look along around. Do I see any sign of that light? Do you see any sign of that? Yeah, actually. But it's um, it's still pretty far away, and it's kind of hard to see even just over the glare of the Plasm River. Shoot. You can well, head over I'll there make... if you wanted to. Like how... That seems far. Can I ping loudly? I'll ping loudly for at least, I don't know, a number of minutes. And see if the light is approaching me. Yeah. The light actually does start approaching you. Great. As it gets a little closer, you're starting to realize it's um, not really at the right height to be a link boy. It's too high up. A demon sort of height? Well, it's hard to say for sure. There's something coming towards you across the canyon land. It's definitely holding the Link Boy's torch, but you don't really have any idea what it is. And that's why we're going to switch now back no. to, uh, I guess we have to go back to Van. So what are you going to do, Van? Kala says, I was going to turn solid and suck the humors out of some bodies. That's so cool. What are the ghost moves? They're actually in the basic moves. They're at the very bottom. Under the blood moves. Uh, so, Ban, you're going to have to spend one yellow bile to turn solid, and how are you going to do the sucking? He could start on his own body and use the equipment <laughs> that he already carries. This is crazy. How do you get humorous back? As a so, ghost, you don't. Yeah. So you That's just have a catch. limited number of actions, and then do you just disappear? Or you just watch things? You just disappear, but check out impart knowledge I think we should go with what I thought they were uh, I mean I have your sheet open with the beginning of the session values and I think I know what you actually changed right you only changed you went up one in orgone and other than that it was just blood right so your orgone should be at waxing and your blood I believe is down at waning you spent all of it but one 
and yellow bile's balanced, and black bile is waning, and phlegm is waxing, apparently. So right now you've got two shots to become tangible, so use it wisely. So you're going to spend one of those right now? Where's the bind your soul move? It is not listed in the, the thing. Nolan says, I don't want my humors. The demon took them, I think. And the demon did not take them, I think, because you still have them. If the demon took your humors, then you would be dead, dead. Since none of your sliders went down, the demon must not have taken any. Like he was trying to, but you could try to siphon They're like you could try your... to siphon out of your body if you wanted to, and then you would know for sure if your humors were still in your body or if they were in your ghost form somehow. Does your body look like it has humors in it? Um, I mean, it's kind of a messy looking body, so that's kind of hard to answer. I don't know if that's something you can clearly distinguish just by looking at your, your own corpse. But it sure feels to you like your humors are in you, not your body. I guess I will say that. Yeah, you might get the parasite again if you steal your own humors back. How about Bob? He is pretty fresh. Yeah, he is one fresh dude. Oh. No. He is That's one a... fresh corpse. Uh, and a demon did not kill him, so probably did not eat his humors. Yeah. Luther did not get a chance to eat Bob's humors. Turn solid, collect my gear, and take his humors. Okay. You you focus your your spectral form into the tangible plane of existence. Oh. Those two guys who were not helpful, they're still kind of just sitting there with their guns in a dazed stupor with like demon guts all over them. And now they're watching with looks of horror on their faces as um your equipment mysteriously rises up from your body and moves through the air over to the corpse of Bob. Uh, and then these mysterious tubes that they have no idea what the purpose of even is, or much less how they're floating in midair, all hook themselves up to Bob's body. He says, oh, geez, guys, don't shoot. I just saved your lives. If you want to actually say that to him, you'll have to spend a humor uh, to impart knowledge. Yeah, I didn't think so. In any case, they are not... They're <laughs> You know, they look like they've seen a ghost. Would I feel be perhaps an apt description of their facial expression at this time? They actually, I think they just sort of drop the guns into the demon entrance, and they're just standing there. The lee of the body, okay plugs up the pipes in the way of the body. Alright, and then you don't really have a body of your own anymore, but I guess yeah, you turned solid, but that's not quite the same as saying you have a body. I mean, you're still a ghost. But yeah, like you can, you can, I don't know, how do you usually do it? Do you just like plug them into yourself, or is there like a sucking process? He says, I plug them into me, then I turn on the machine. The machine whirs. Is there a particular humor that you want to, like, start with here? Do you, can you, like, yeah, you can make that choice, right? It's like a, because you, you need to be able to do that to do transactions, right? I want to break even, so yellow. 
Okay, makes sense. So you plug the tubes into yourself as best you can, given that you don't really have a body as such, but you just like hold them in your, your tangible force. You start the machine. Are they transparent? Can people like see the, the humors flowing through them or are they opaque? Tinfoily. Okay, cool. That's cool. I like that. Or like those um like those dryer tubes. It says yeah, exactly. Um all right, so anyway, the, the fluid flows through the aluminum tubes and into you. And you can it doesn't feel like it normally feels. It feels uh, almost as though you were a balloon that had deflated a bit and you're puffing yourself up there. Like you feel yourself like become more in some sense. But alongside this sensation, there's an odd sort of a, <laughs> he says, yes, stronger. There's an odd sort of uh, almost sickening sensation. It doesn't necessarily feel it's it sort of feels good and bad at the same time. Like you feel you feel bigger, you feel more powerful, but you also feel just a little bit off. He says evil laugh. I'm not going to actually do an evil laugh though. Anyway, yeah, so you get one snifter of yellow. You could keep going. But there may be unexpected consequences. Or you could stop now. And you're fine. But then you don't get anything. You just break even. All you get is some information. What else which is, is what taking? you what you already have is the information. More okay. And you're still going for yellow, or is there another one that you black. Okay. So you switch it over to, to black. No? Red. Okay. So you switch it over to blood. Oh yeah, I forgot he was sated, but then he spent some to Kill Luther. No black. Make up your mind, dang it. Black. Final answer. Okay. So you switch it over to black. Yeah. How does that work? Just the, like, I presume. No, I guess that makes sense. There's a different connection point. Okay. So the one, the, the yellow tube stops and the black tube starts shuddering. He says there's a different connection point on both people. So the black bile tube starts shuddering and uh, so when the when the yellow bile went into you you felt like like impetuous and headstrong and bold as the black bile starts to flow into you you feel a sort of a aloof smugness this is sort of above everyone else or everything else it's like you know more than them you're more aware than them he says i am a god but the sense of of offness, of sort of nausea, increases sharply. All of a sudden, you feel this uh, wave of it's sort of revulsion and pleasure at the same time. It feels really, really, really good. And at the same time, it just feels really, really, really wrong, and it overwhelms you. And you're sort of you're sent reeling for a moment, and there's like a almost like you feel like a, a force propels you backwards, like the air coming out of a balloon. You don't lose any humors, but you feel that's how it feels. Um, and the the whole like the whole physical world sort of moves away from you. And for a moment, you're just in this dizzying, chaotic 
space that doesn't seem to be attached to anything. And everything's like a jumbled mess. And when you regain your senses, you're back in Bob's gun shop. But um, you're no longer tangible. Um, the pipes have clattered to the floor. And you feel you have another snifter of black bile. And the feeling of smugness and power persists. But you also feel kind of bloated. If you want to take more humors from this guy, you can, but you'll have to spend another yellow bile to become tangible again. And there may be increasing effects. And let's also not forget that humors don't last very long after someone dies. So depending on how long you were out, and even if it was only for a moment, his humors are increasingly not. You do notice when you come, when you like regain awareness that those two guys with the guns are not there anymore. They appear to have booked it while you were insensate. He says, I need a human servant to carry my pipes. And then he says, yeah, I'm good for now. He says, I examined the demon body. It doesn't have humors in it. Well, you've noticed a kind of a gray sludgy fluid and kind of an inky black fluid plus the stuff that was in the cucumber organ. What experience do you have with plasma? Would you know it if you saw it? Out of character, does it match the description? Yep, perfectly. It is a bright electric blue fluid. Mm, does what just sit there? The cucumber organ? Fluid. Does it fade like a humor? It looks like it is starting to fade, but it's hanging around a lot longer than you would expect a humor to. It does kind of look like it's dissipating in the way that a humor would. You could turn solid and just, I don't know if, I guess you could try to eat it, sure. Not a notion. You could try it if you think it's worth a yellow bile. Where are you going to go? He says, Ban is curious about this demon humor. Yeah. I think I will pass, though. I think I'm going to go somewhere. You could drink it like you perform a, can you perform a ritual with it to turn back into a human? Uh, none of you know of such a, a ritual. So for a podcast sake, I guess he says he's going to the cistern of Zook. Okay. So I'll meet you there. It's going to be awesome. Wow. I feel like I'm going to need some time to prepare for the cistern of Zook. Mm-hmm.